0: Welcome to the Crossroads Podcast, where we are back recording in person this week. It has been quite some time. It's
1: been uh, well over a year. It's
0: been a very long time since we recorded in person, and I had uh, to
1: relearn my audio recorder. <laughs> yes,
0: this uh, we we have microphones again. It's uh, interesting. So naturally, we're going to be covering movies about you know sort of about isolation, kind of, kind of.
1: It's kind of it's about our theme this week is about recognizing. That you're trapped and finding the means to break free. Mm-hmm. I guess that's a good way to put yeah, it. Yeah,
0: that's a great way to put it. So we will be discussing the new release, Free Guy, which I'm still not quite sure how I feel about that title, but
1: we'll talk the, about what. T- the the title is actually a reference to an old video game term. Oh, okay.
0: So we'll get okay. into that later. And the uh, the 1988, I believe, classic, They Live, one of John Carpenter's best, as far as I'm concerned.
1: Yeah, it's kind of an odd pairing, but they they have a lot more in common than you might think. Yes. So join us after the intro, and we will get into some uh, some
0: great movies, or well, some movies anyway. <laughs> we'll we'll discuss whether or not they are great. they great or not. <laughs> Stay tuned to
1: find out. They Live is a 1988.
0: Sci-fi, action, horror, satire, dark comedy, blender thing. Kind of a
1: little bit of everything. There's a romance in there too. Yes.
0: Uh, written and directed by John Carpenter, although he didn't. He used some pseudonym for the screenplay, but it was John Carpenter. Oh, okay. Um, and it's
1: based on a short film, short story. Yes,
0: by Ray Nelson, who I'm not super familiar with, but it stars uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper, Keith David meg foster and like no one else that i can think of
1: i think this was roddy piper's first film
0: it's his first like real movie he was a he was was a a wrestler um he passed away a few years ago but he he had a really good presence he felt
1: it's a little stilted maybe but he felt real in the role yeah he's
0: quite good for this part
1: he looks a little larger than life when he's on screen, but yes. that also helps to add a sense of realism to the film because yes. he does a lot of things out of the ordinary that the other characters don't do.
0: Yes, and I mean, I'm mean i not a huge wrestling fan. I'm not even a wrestling fan at all, really, So I don't, but I know the name, yeah. and he pops up every once in a while, so I think he was a fairly well-known guy at the time.
1: Yeah, because after he did They Live, he did Hell Comes to Frogtown, which is No, you know, that's a name. It's a very fun <laughs> film. But I can't think of anything else he was in apart from just these uh, two B movies. Yeah.
0: He is an unlockable character in Saints Row Four. Okay. And Saints Row comparisons will probably come up in Free Guy, so Saints <laughs>
1: Row's a a weird franchise.
0: <laughs> yes it is. I'd love it, but yes it is. Um, and Keith David, who people probably know best from The Thing,
1: maybe. Another John Carpenter yeah, film. Yeah,
0: He's great in this because he has to be
1: he has to kind of be the everyman in the mm-hmm.
0: same way but also just refuse to believe a lot of the stuff because it sounds insane
1: yeah it takes him about half the movie to really get into his character yes not not keith david as an actor but his character as a character yes up until the i'm gonna say the midpoint mm-hmm. he's just kind of like don't bother me let me go about my day just let me do my job and leave me alone yeah
0: so the the main idea of the plot is there's this unnamed character who in the credits is called Nada, played by Roddy Piper. And he is a homeless man kind of moving from area to area. And He's a he, drifter. Yeah. And through a series of plot contrivances, he gets these glasses that allow him to see the world as it really is. It's this corporate hellscape that's run by aliens that look human and are in disguise.
1: Yeah, as soon as he puts on the glasses, the TVs turn to... Propaganda with aliens saying like buy, consume, obey yeah. and everywhere he looks he sees the aliens or typical civilians and and he immediately knows something's wrong. Yeah. And as the plot unfolds you find out that it's aliens and they've been there for millennia. Yeah. Just you
0: know, feeding off humans, just not in the traditional way. Yeah. Just acquiring power and in this very stagnant weird kind of satirical way yeah
1: the it's obviously a, a metaphor for capitalism oh and hands it's down. it's not even trying to be anything else it's it's Ooh. very blatant this movie is as subtle as a brick to the back of the head yeah. and i think it's scary how relevant it is 30 yeah. 40 years later yes
0: unfortunately yes yeah. and like
1: nothing's gotten better no uh it's gotten a lot worse
0: and we're you know as of time of recording yesterday. The us pulled out of afghanistan and that should have been a celebratory occasion and it just like oh things got way worse yeah Uh, so that stuff is not really talked about too much in the movie it is hinted at a little bit the things there's two things people remember from this movie there's there's uh roddy piper's amazing line when he walks into the bank that he's pretending like trying to like save from the aliens uh, I can hear it, a kick ass, chew bubble gum, and yep. I'm all out of bubble gum. That's probably the best line from the movie. It is.
1: And it's funny because that line sounds so different from every other line in yes. the film. It's like... It's but, kind of funny how that line got all the credit.
0: And I think that was an improvised line, too. Because the rest of the movie is very stilted. The mm-hmm. dialogue's not amazing. Carpenter's great at a lot of things, but
1: dialogue is not his strong suit. Yeah, that's why he never really broke free from the B-movies. Yeah.
0: Uh, and then there's also... Um, when, when Nada, when, Roddy Piper is trying to get, uh, keep David to put the glasses on, there's like a six minute fight, and it's, it's the not, best yeah, scene. It's not stylized. It's not like martial art. It's just two guys pounding the crap out of each other for like six. Yeah, they're just minutes. in an alleyway, and yeah.
1: nobody's coming by to stop it. They're just yeah. It's it's all it's this big fight over sunglasses. Yeah, which
0: I think the fact that no one stops it is. In and of itself, pretty satirical mm-hmm. that these two guys can just pound on each other and no one seems to care, and it goes on forever. It doesn't well. end
1: until one of them drops. Yeah, it, it's and Keith David's a
0: big dude, but Roddy Piper is like six foot five and yeah. and built like a truck. They're so. pretty even.
1: Yeah, Keith David's scrappy. Yeah, he he can't fight like Roddy Piper yeah. can. It's all the years of wrestling <laughs> under his belt. Yeah, but he also has
0: just. The most amazing voice mm-hmm. does Mr. Keith David, and you can recognize it anywhere. Yeah, it's low, but it's melodious, and it yeah he he's he's had a very successful career as a voice actor as yeah, well. Yeah, he
1: and, does a lot of video games. Yeah, because he's very versatile. You get yeah. four hours with him in a booth, and you got like you know a ton of material for sure. Um, but as far as the movie goes, I think it's very well made. The mm-hmm. sets are cool. A lot of it looks like it was on location. I'd imagine so. And it's low budget, but it doesn't yeah. really feel low budget. There's there's some bombastic set pieces towards yes. the end and great costumes. Yeah, the
0: costumes are good. The alien effects are a little cheesy, but you get the feeling that's intentional. Yeah.
1: It, the movie is serious, but it has some... It's it's a little playful. Yeah. It, it has a message to say, and it takes its time saying it. It's a slow burn. Yes. But you're going to have a good time getting to the end yeah
0: it it takes a little while to get there but it's fun there's some goofy things going on any alien movie has goofy yeah. things going on
1: and it's john carpenter he doesn't take himself too seriously yes
0: i remember when i was in college is probably close to 20 years ago now uh, i went to a screening of citizen kane and i was talking to the guy who was hosting it who's the, one of the film professors at ub i believe and I'm talking about how I I, you know, I love art films I love horror movies and he's like oh have you seen They Live? I'm like I have well, I hadn't at that point in time mm-hmm. I just knew about it so yeah. I lied to this this poor guy and then I went home and watched it like three or four days later I bought it at I think Borders when Borders was still around oh, I I'm miss like Borders. oh man this movie's actually
1: really good I should have watched it earlier It's definitely one of Carpenter's underrated films because mm-hmm. he, he gets overshadowed by Halloween and the mm-hmm. thing Yeah and then yeah.
0: his stuff with um uh I can't think of the guy's name off the top of my head. Um, Kurt Russell. Yes. He oh, the...
1: um, Escape from New York yeah. and L. A. And then also
0: um, Big, Big Trouble in Little yeah. China, which is very not Carpenter. It's very funny and mm-hmm. tongue in cheek. Very and...
1: kung fu y. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then I mean, Carpenter did non horror, like non thriller stuff yeah. too. But.
1: But eh. his forte is definitely the horror genre, and he... once in yeah. a while he'll go back and make some now. But for the most part, he's retired. Yeah. Exactly. He came out of retirement to do the soundtrack mm-hmm. for the new Halloweens.
0: Yeah, which was totally cool. I mean, if I made uh, Ghosts of Mars, I'd also retire.
1: So He did a movie after that, though. Yeah. It's called The Ward. I didn't I see it, it's but it looked good. horrible. It's not good.
0: Um, but yeah, Ghosts of Mars is a career killer, and that's yeah. a shame. It's not anyone's fault, really, but it's not
1: very good. Yeah.
0: Uh, anyway, that's all I got to say on this one.
1: Yeah, um, They Live is definitely one of my top, towards the top, John Carpenter films, yeah. but... Not my favorite not John the Carpenter. Thing. I mean, no. the thing is... The thing and Halloween are masterclasses of horror. Yes. Yeah. But uh, but that's not to say the thing lives worth skipping. It's a no. very good movie, mm-hmm. and I think the metaphor... It's a little blatant, but it's intentional. Yes. So we'll be back in a moment to talk about Free Guy. Free Guy. The
0: 2021 release starring Ryan Reynolds.
1: Welcome back as we discuss the new 2021 film, Free Guy, starring Ryan Reynolds, Jody Cormer, Taika Waititi, Lil Rao Howery, How yeah. and Joe Keery. It is directed by Sean Levy and written by Matt Lieberman. And Zach Penn. And Zach Penn. Yeah. This movie is the final film that was made at 20th Century Fox before Disney bought it. Yes. And it got delayed over a year due to lockdowns. And Disney reworked a lot of it in that time. And you can tell that in that final fight. Yeah,
0: some of the scenes towards the end were clearly reshot Mm. to uh, feature some more Disney uh, references. Yeah, a
1: lot of cameos and Easter eggs. Yeah,
0: which is fine. It was very funny. I just wish that they had either introduced that earlier or just skipped it completely because it does take this very serious moment. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll get into yeah. more of those later. Let's take <laughs> this very serious moment and make it into a joke. Uh, anyway, uh, Free Guy is about a character named Guy who is played by
1: Ryan Reynolds. In He's honestly doing fantastic work. He's here. so charismatic in this. Yeah. I think he's he got re-popular mm-hmm. through Deadpool, and I think this is the best he's been since Deadpool.
0: Yes, but he is a character in a... GTA style, Saints Row style, uh, like Fortnite kind yeah. of game. It's
1: it's a MMO RPG. Yes, where you run around and commit crimes, basically. Yeah. And you, you get XP for being the bad guy. Yeah,
0: and uh, he is becoming self aware, and he ends up taking the glasses off another character. The glasses are what allow them to see play the game. Yeah, they're see.
1: essentially the the VR goggles. Yeah. That. That the players in the real world look through, and you can see through your avatar's eyes. Yes, and he
0: plays the game. But since he's programmed to be a good guy, he's a good guy. He's playing this game like a hero, Mm -hmm. and it gets the world's attention, and it just kind of
1: spirals from there. He gains 100 levels in like three days, which in video games, that's hard to do. I don't really play MMOs, so I don't really know how that works out. But uh, I know people who do, and yeah, apparently getting halfway there would take weeks or if not months yeah Yeah. mmos are designed to eat all your time so you're not going to get to level 100 in three days yes
0: things i loved about this movie include how
1: chaotic and how like funny chaotic all the street scenes are Mm -hmm. and it's chaotic from the start like the intro credits are so bombastic and over the top like it just sucks you into this game world and just how
0: bored everyone is of the chaos Mm -hmm. the the weather report includes you know light gunfire at at this intersection Mm -hmm. and when they're leaving their job at the bank guy and his friend are talking about well which robbery was like the the 230 robbery or the 230
1: or like the 4 o'clock the 415 robbery (laughs)
0: like they're just so nonchalant yeah it's
1: It's their everyday life and if they die they just wake up the next day yeah
0: it's it's very it's very funny in a not forced way. And mm-hmm. I think if either of those things had attention called to them, they wouldn't have been funny at all.
1: Yeah. Half the, half the humor in this is just watching the NPCs live their life. Yeah. Because they
0: only have four or five different actions they can do. Mm-hmm. And the same people are everywhere. And it's very silly.
1: And once the main hero, um, what's her name? Millie. Once yes. Millie comes in, and she just starts quoting all these characters' lines at them. For example, yes. Ryan Reynolds, his, his tagline is, Don't have a good day, have a great day. <laughs> yes. And all these characters just have these pre-programmed things. And, you know, you play the game enough, you're going to know what each character says. Yes, and
0: this is someone that I'm not super familiar with, who uh, who played Millie, is Jodie Comer, who's a British actress. Oh, she's in Killing Eve, but she's a British actress, and... I was not super familiar with her work, but outside of the game, she does not or she has an American accent inside the game, she has a British accent until she turns it off for some yes. reason. But the actress is British and does both fantastically to the fact that it took me a while to realize she was playing both parts because yeah. she looks so different in the game.
1: I thought they had her avatar mm-hmm. was a different actress. Yeah. I didn't realize it was the same actress for and
0: the most part
1: like apart uh, from yeah. the stunts, yeah, probably Actors
0: play themselves in the game and oh, out yes. of the game there's one exception for uh, comedic effect there's yes. this really nerdy guy and channing tatum plays his avatar and it's so funny, <laughs> it's so
1: funny. when channing tatum came on screen should we talk about this it's yeah because kind of you
0: see him running okay. around for a while and am like i
1: know that guy do you yeah i haven't seen him until i didn't yeah. pay attention I, I didn't recognize channing tatum until he physically yeah. appeared on screen
0: you see him like you see him from the background, and you okay. hear his voice. A couple, of them. I'm like,
1: I, I know that. How do I know that guy?
0: Oh, it's okay. And then yeah. he, he comes in, and he lo- he's made up to look a little bit not like mm-hmm. himself. And
1: yeah, it took me a minute to recognize him, but yeah. like he he's so charismatic, and even in his four minutes of screen time, he just steals the the scene. When he's
0: being the worst person, and everything he's saying is just awful, but it kind of works because he leans so far into mm-hmm. it. I just liked
1: that he plays... He plays the avatar of like a typical, stereotypical live-in-mom's-basement yep. gamer, yes. and it's so over-the-top, It's you can't help but laugh. Yes.
0: Uh, special mention should go to Taika Watiti, who is also charismatic, but playing the villain, mm-hmm. which he doesn't normally play like a full-on villain most of the time. He's straight-up evil in this. Yeah. He is... I've never seen him act in something that he didn't also create mm-hmm. before, and... He just has so much charisma that even though he's awful,
1: you're like, I kind of like this guy. And then
0: that slowly drains. Like, oh, this guy would actually hurt people.
1: Yeah, when he's first introduced, you don't know he's the villain. Yeah. And as the movie goes on, you kind of like him. But then he starts to turn evil. Yeah, you totally see why this guy was
0: running a major company. Like, He's charming and he is quick to give compliments when he thinks it's going to... Get, get him what he wants yes. he doesn't necessarily mean that
1: but it'll get him what he thinks yeah. that it's someone's brainwashing going to give him. and manipulation yeah. yeah and that's basic traits for any evil villain yeah he's uh, he starts yelling but he has
0: he's using something pretty close to his actual accent mm-hmm. which is all over the place it's this weird mixture of like australian and maori and a little bit of like russian
1: yeah because
0: he's a mutt yeah <laughs> he's
1: He's born and raised in New Zealand, if I'm yes. not mistaken. But he's
0: also half Russian
1: Jew, yeah. which is a place that you
0: wouldn't expect to be familiar to yeah. you know, the Maori and, and he's but he's so phenomenally talented. Everything he's done, everything he's
1: like even touched is yeah. phenomenal. I still think Jojo Rabbit is like the unsung film from twenty nineteen that's the only one he's done I haven't seen. That's so so we need an excuse to watch that yeah. on the show. it's we were we were
0: about to do it when we first started, and then like things got crazy. Yeah. so we never came we back. We not sure to it, what was going on. It's definitely worth uh, definitely worth your time to watch because he directs, he wrote, directed, starred, edited, mm-hmm. did everything for that, yeah. and it's very much a him movie.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Ryan Reynolds, you know, does everything right.
1: He plays basically himself. Yeah, like if I think of Ryan Reynolds from the last eight years I think of his character in Free yes. Guy
0: it's not Deadpool it's a very no. different character from Deadpool which is fine by me I don't I don't get the appeal of Deadpool personally
1: I don't like Deadpool I think he's annoying but yes. Free Guy is like Deadpool if he's not on the excited annoying side and more on the excited to learn side yes
0: this is a dude that you'd want to hang out with, even though he might be a little annoying because he's so naive. You're mm-hmm. like, you know, you're a good dude. Yeah. I like having you around. He's
1: a nice guy. He's genuine, very caring. Yeah. He'll go out of his way to help anyone. Yeah. And that's how he racks up the experience. points.
0: Yes. There's so much more to this movie than I was expecting. It's a lot deeper. It, I mean, it's not going to change your life or anything, no. but it's fun. It's very kinetic. The, the energy never stops
1: yeah unfortunately i think the trailer is going to do more harm for this movie than good because i had zero desire to mm-hmm. see this until um the first review started coming yeah. out and critics said it was actually really good and that's when i texted ryan yeah. and you know we both really liked it yeah i was so. not
0: expecting to you either and I, i'll be honest i had a really rough weekend i'm yeah. not gonna get into why but uh it was it was difficult and then i'm like this movie's gonna suck so miserable, and then like five minutes in, I'm like, "This is amazing!" Yeah, it's. I'm just so happy. It's
1: really fun. It's where a lot of blockbusters nowadays are really dark, and everything's got to be edgy mm-hmm. and just tonally dark. This yeah. is bright and fun and fast paced. Great characters you actually care about. It's well written. Yeah,
0: it's well written yeah. um,
1: yeah. until the final act. I think even the final act is is fine. I. That's it's a where it started cluttered. to feel very um.
0: There, there is way more studio influence there yeah. um, there's a fight scene I don't want to get too into spoilers but there's a fight scene between Guy and this like designed this yeah this other dude and I can tell there were some reshoots involved mm-hmm. um, partially because the there's without, a lot of like without spoilers the the guy he's fighting is one actor's head pasted on another actor's body and it doesn't always
1: work yeah it looks very CGI and yes it. That around In that fight, it just becomes very Disney heavily influenced. Yes. Like You can tell Disney wanted to put all of their IPs into this yes. movie.
0: There's Marvel and Star Wars
1: references, which mm-hmm. are weird. They're out of place because they don't come anywhere earlier in the yes. film.
0: And it doesn't feel like it's a thing that would exist in that world. Yeah,
1: And I know what they're trying to do because Fortnite does a lot of that, like a lot of team-ups with Disney, and yeah. it makes sense, but... You gotta have that earlier in the film. Yes. You can't just bring it in at the final act.
0: Yes. Uh, so there's some minor, minor uh, quibbles. Um, there's this other love story that we haven't even gotten into yeah. between Joe Keery and uh, Jody Comer's characters, and that's a, a little.
1: Lo- it's it's a little generic.
0: It's a little generic. It's a little cliche. Joe Curie's character especially is very underwritten and mm-hmm. I think in the hands of a lesser actor it would have really failed.
1: Yeah, he had the, the charisma to really yeah. sell it to me, but his dialogue and like his point of the movie is basically a plot device. Yes.
0: And I don't think anyone else but someone like him could pull that off. Because yeah. I mean I still think even though his character's gotten a lot better in Stranger Things, I still think of him as the asshole from season one. And you remember yeah. that he's actually much closer to Steve in season three, who's just a big pile of goof. Yeah. And that's really kind of what this character out. is. Yeah. Uh, he's underserved by the script, but he does a lot with what he's given. And he gets to go into the game with like a stupid porn stash and like he plays, a mustache, um, not like a. He
1: plays um, in the game, he plays basically a cop. Yeah. And his job is to find the hackers mm. and ban them.
0: Yes. It's very, very funny to me, anyway. And he's got a sidekick who's you know kind of a weirdo mm-hmm. and taika waititi as the lead designer spends way too much time on that floor for any like real game <laughs> dev because like, like he wouldn't know any of those guys names they are faceless goons to him but, yeah
1: they're there to make him money yeah uh but he's having a blast and uh, i think all these characters every character in this movie is very well written yes. but they don't most of them don't live up to the full potential. Yes,
0: um, like How Howery, which I still can't like wrap my head around how that name he works. He
1: plays uh, Ryan Reynolds' best friend yes. in the game.
0: He's still probably best known from Get Out, Get Out. where he's um, Chris's best friend. Mm-hmm. Hopefully he gets more roles. He's always the a comic relief. Yeah, he's great in this. He, it's a very different mm-hmm. character, even though he's kind of a similar station in life. He's a security guard for yeah. the bank. And he's he's there to kind of be well this is what guy was like before yeah this is just this flat character who just lives his life and uh there's actually reference to they live with ryan Reynolds trying to get him to put the glasses on yep he they, won't do it they they won't go into a six minute
1: fight but it's uh but it's, he's like just put on the glasses and he doesn't want to because he doesn't want his life to change he's he's stagnant he's, he's, he's happy contented. where he is yeah it's
0: um the movie is way better than i was expecting there's a lot of clever things, a lot of clever references. A couple are too, too clever, but not very many. Yeah. Way more hit than miss. It's genuinely funny without needing to be edgy.
1: Agreed. Like, I, I got to say, I had zero desire to see this the yeah. day before I saw it. So, yeah. if, if I had a good time, I typically don't like studio films, and yeah. I thought this was an absolute blast. Yeah. I had a smile on my face the whole time. This is probably Sean Levy's best film since the first night at the museum. He didn't die at the museum. I, I'm almost positive. I don't um, recognize the name, yeah. but Night at the Museum. I, I it, haven't seen. It's in honestly years a very really similar
0: film in broad strokes. Like yeah. a lot of a lot of that same crazy in, um, inanimate
1: things coming yeah. to life and being being Just that, self-aware. He also worked on Stranger Things. Oh, that records. Yeah,
0: he directed some of the episodes for Stranger Things, um, which makes sense. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he's uh, he's an underrated director who's really good at crowd work, mm-hmm. which is not a thing that a lot of directors excel at yeah and he's he's able to make chaos seem very controlled in about that i mean like he makes his sets look completely insane yeah this and then like, granted a well. lot of
1: free guy is cgi yeah. and green screen but it looks yeah. like it's a it looks as real as a video game would
0: yes and when they cut out of the game and you see like what the game actually looks like mm-hmm. it's more game like although still probably two or three years old by what yeah. graphics look like now but whatever it's still. It's works. funny. It's yeah. a nice
1: touch. It is like the way he cuts from game world to real world is flawless. It yes. never feels like it's a jump. It just it feels like a seamless transition.
0: So much more of the movie took place in the real world than I was expecting.
1: I I'm happy about that though. Yeah. I feel like I cared more about the characters.
0: Yes, and I was I was expecting to see Taika Waititi in the in the game world at any point. He's not in the game at any point. Yeah, um,
1: I thought he was going to be the final boss. Yeah, me too. But uh, one of the funniest things about the movie is when they're in the game and you see these big thugs just throwing shade and then it cuts to who's playing them in the real world. (laughs) Yes.
0: It's so funny. There's a bunch of really uh, funny stuff. There's a couple of really good voice cameos, too. Mm -hmm. A lot of YouTubers as well. Yes. Which I don't know any of that world, but apparently they're famous people. Uh, Hugh Jackman is the voice of a street vendor in an alleyway.
1: I knew that was <laughs> Hugh Jackman.
0: Yeah, he's trying to disguise his voice, but he's got a very distinctive yeah. voice. As
1: soon as he popped up, I was like, that sounds like Hugh yeah. Jackman.
0: The Rock is the voice of one of the robbers in the bank. Is he? I had to look that one up. Um, he's doing something with different with his voice. Uh, Tina Fey is the mother of the... I saw the, that, yeah. yeah.
1: There's some other ones. Too.
0: It's it's a very clever
1: movie. It's I very think,
0: fun. Yeah, I wouldn't give it an A+, but I'd give it a, even an A-, maybe
1: i give it a solid B plus, A minus. Yeah. It depends on how generous I'm feeling that day. Yeah,
0: Today, but, I'm feeling more A minus. Yes. I, I'm not sure if it's worth going to a theater right now.
1: Maybe, Maybe a matinee show. Yeah,
0: that's what I
1: did. <laughs> I went to the Thursday night at 6 show, and it was pretty empty, and I hope more people see this. And they actually already greenlit a sequel.
0: Okay. I'm not sure how I feel about that. This is a very standalone story that yeah. feels complete, but i like this world and i would spend more time in it
1: if it's different characters i'm all for it but if we go back to guy my story is told it's done there's
0: nowhere else for him to go um and i think the world has concluded the stories that they have but i'm intrigued and ryan reynolds is a clever enough guy to not do shameless sequels Mm -hmm. i think I think he's got enough Marvel movie Marvel money to not need it. Yeah,
1: and at this point, I think he's just doing movies for fun. Yeah,
0: and he's clearly enjoying himself in this. So, uh, the only thing I would ever cut out of his performance is the one time when he says, "Good fucking morning to the fish." That's the one thing I would have cut because it doesn't fit with his character. uh, It's
1: unnecessary, and it they just put it in there to push that PG thirteen rating. But it doesn't fit his
0: character. Any other point in the in the movie, it feels weird. Yeah, it's too early for in his turn for that too. Mm-hmm. But that's a very very minor quibble. Um, definitely go check this one out. Uh, may, I mean, if you're a little nervous, you know, wait for uh, yeah. wait for it to hit streaming. It's, it's definitely like
1: a, worth watching. Um, I think it's on like a six week embargo for streaming or something. But probably that seems yeah. to be the new standard. Yeah. Um I think a lot of people might be kind of turned off by the fact that it's heavily video game oriented, yeah. and I don't think you really need video game knowledge to no. see it. They it, they spell everything out for you that you need to
0: if you could have never heard of a video game and they will tell you the information you need to
1: understand yeah. like at the end they start talking about like mesh frames and like yeah. a bunch of jargon but yeah.
0: you don't need it it's gobbledygook I don't know what half of that stuff means yeah. and I still enjoyed myself tremendously yeah. so yeah, yeah. Uh, I highly recommend this one I have no idea what we're going to do for next week
1: is Candyman this week or next week? No, it's, I think it's this week huh. because I will be glad Candyman and Candyman Candyman and <laughs> Candyman comes out August 27th next week okay I have no idea what we're doing for this this coming week but we will figure something out yeah. and we will let you guys know thank you for joining us at the Crossroads